Then Joseph could not control himself before all those who stood by him. He cried, make everyone go out from me. So no one stayed with him when Joseph made himself known to his brothers. And he wept aloud so the Egyptians heard it and the household of Pharaoh heard it. May the words of my mouth, the meditation of our hearts be pleasing in your sight, dear Lord, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. Please be seated. Grace, mercy, and peace be unto you from God our Father and our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Genesis chapter 45 could be summarized in this way. There's a whole lot of weeping going on. It starts out with Joseph crying to his servants, leave me. And then the Bible says he wept aloud. He wailed. And when I, my wife and I have been blessed with nine children, two boys and seven girls. And it's always amazing to me as we lead them in the study of scripture, how my boys come at things from a different perspective than my girls. Because when I ask the question, why is Joseph weeping? My son, my oldest, I remember this specifically, it was many years ago now. But he made, he made this comment, he said, because he's got them where he wants them. And I didn't quite get that because the weeping, you know, kind of, uh, my girls immediately go, oh, because they're back together. <laughs> you know, it's an immediate response. And it's so amazing to me because I guess my question as we look at what we heard this Sunday in the story of the prodigal son, we see the father and the love that he has for his son. That he's waiting for his son to return that even before his son can make true repentance, he kisses him, he puts a robe on him, he gives him his ring, he puts sandals on his feet and he throws a feast. He celebrates. And I guess when I look at this story of Joseph, I recognize in his weeping the same weeping as the father in the prodigal because he's weeping over Judah's confession and his heart. If you remember in chapter 44, it was J Joseph tested his brothers, and it was when Benjamin was caught, having more than he was supposed to, having the cup and having the other things, that he's brought back to Joseph, and they're saying, we're going to keep Benjamin here, and it's Judah who speaks up and shares his heart and his desire for Benjamin and his desire and passion for his father that truly is the reason for the weeping. It's the change of heart. It's the repentance. It's the desire for reconciliation. That's the reason for all the weeping that's going on. I have the privilege of serving in a congregation that's very mission-minded. We're on a university campus. We're in an area with a lot of Muslims an area with a lot of ethnic groups. And it is wonderful. I have a, I'm here today because I have a student who's in the EIIT program, and I'm her mentor, and she is a former Muslim 
from Indonesia who has a heart and a passion and weeps for people who think, like my son said, that God is weeping because he has us where he wants us and it isn't a great place. Where many people are trying to appease an angry God because they think God just wants to call them to account for all the wrong things that they have done. Where they're trying to make peace with God through their works and through what they're doing. And Norma has explained to me how she has this passion for women in Islam because there is just such a need for them to understand the love that the weeping that we see here is akin to the weeping of Jesus for Lazarus. And what my children always like to remind me is the shortest verse. Jesus wept. It's akin to the same words of St. Paul as we heard not too long ago in Philippians where he's saying that he's talking about those for whom he has, has declared that their God is their stomach, that they're on the road to destruction. He says, I tell you even now with tears. Philippians chapter 3. My question for us as people of God, as chosen people, people who know the love and the grace of our Father, who know the passion of a God who weeps for us and who weeps for those for whom he's died and yet do not know his heart. Our challenge, and I guess for me, my challenge is, do we weep with Jesus? Do we weep over those who still believe that God is just about having us where he wants us? People who are still like Joseph's brothers, distressed, dismayed because of fear. I love chapter 45, verses 14 and 15 because, as I mentioned before, there's a whole lot of weeping going on. But it's after Joseph has made himself known to his brothers. The word there is Yadah. He's made himself known to his brothers. He shared an intimate moment with them. He's declared to them that they will be in his presence, that they will be provided for, that they are going to tell, tell his father that he does not have to worry, that as the famine continues, they will be provided for, they'll have a place with him forever. And he weeps over Benjamin. And Benjamin weeps over him. And it says that he kisses his brothers, they weep together, and they talk together. I think my daughters were right. The reason he's weeping is because he's got a picture of heaven. He's got a picture of what we wait for, what we have because of Jesus' death and because of his resurrection, because of his ascension to the right hand of God, and because he has poured out his Holy Spirit upon us. We have a picture, a glimpse of the reunion that we get just a taste of here in Genesis 45. Similar to the celebration that we talked about on Sunday with the prodigal son. Brothers and sisters, 
Is there a whole lot of weeping going on? I hope there is. Not out of sadness, but out of joy. For we have the promise. God has made himself known to us in Christ Jesus. He has called us his own. He has forgiven us our sins. And he's promised us everlasting life. May we weep aloud with great joy so that others may know and others may see and others may hear. Why? We celebrate. Now may the peace of God, which passes all understanding, guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus, our living Lord. Amen.